Welcome to Guided Way Ministries with Pastor Alan Rogers. In a fast-growing cold world, this message offers you the bread of life and an opportunity to drink from the fountain of living water. In this message, you will hear only the truth, and if you do not want to listen to it, turn it off. If you are hungry for revelation in the Word of God, if you hunger and thirst after righteousness, if you are looking to be spiritually uplifted, be willing to listen, and listen with all your attention. For what you will hear in this message is not carnal, but spiritual. We hope you are blessed, edified, and fully rejuvenated in your spirit to continue with everyday life. be continuing our sessions on prayer and this will be the final one we'll have a master text in acts chapter 12 you can keep a finger there we'll flip to other ones so we've learned a lot from prayer that we have to be constant in prayer we're commanded to pray that we have to be bold in prayer shameless in prayer persistent in prayer and that's there's many other things i'm perhaps forgetting now but now i want to sum it up all in today and talk about prayer. So we'll start off by reading Acts 12, then we'll go to some other texts. Now about that time, Herod the king stretched forth his hands to vex certain of the church. And he killed James, the brother of John, with the sword. And because he saw it please the Jews, he proceeded further to take Peter also. Then were the days of unleavened bread. And when he had apprehended him, he put him in prison and delivered him to four quaternions of soldiers to keep him, intending after Easter to bring him forth to the people. Peter therefore was kept in prison, but prayer was made without ceasing of the church unto God for him. And when Herod would have brought him forth the same night, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers, bound with two chains, and the keepers before the door kept the prison. And behold, the angel of the Lord came upon him, and a light shined in the prison, and he smote Peter on the side and raised him up, saying, Arise up quickly, and that his chains fell off from his hands. And the angel said unto him, Gird thyself, and bind on thy sandals. And so he did. And he said unto him, Cast thy garment about thee, and follow me. And he went out and followed him, and wist not that it was true which was done by the angel, but thought he saw a vision. When they were past the first and the second ward, they came unto the iron gate that leadeth unto the city, which opened to them of its own accord. And they went out and passed on through one street, and forthwith the angel departed from him. And when Peter was come to himself, he said, Now I know of a certainty that the Lord hath sent his angel, and hath delivered me out of the hand of Herod, and from all the expectation of the people of the Jews. And when he had considered the thing, he came to the house of Mary, the mother of John, whose surname was Mark, where many were gathered together, praying. And we'll stop there. So, you see, prayer. A lot of people, I've heard it throughout my Christian journey, is that a lot of people say we want a church like the book of Acts, Amen. where things happen and where signs and miracles are done and where there's mighty men of God full of the Holy Spirit. They say we want a church like the book of Acts. But no one wants to do what the book of Acts church did. No one wants to pray. No one wants to give themselves to the word. And no one wants to have to endure hardship if it's necessary. They want an easy church-going life with no trouble. But yet they say they want a church like the book of Acts. But they're not willing to do what it takes. But more specifically on prayer, I've also heard people say that they don't feel worthy to pray. 
that they don't feel like God will accept their prayers and that God doesn't hear their prayers. And so I also want to talk about King Jesus. So turn with me over to Isaiah 59. And the reason why we cannot feel worthy of praying to God is because we're sinners. Starting at uh, verse 1. Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save, neither his ear heavy that it cannot hear. But your iniquities have separated between you and your God, and your sins have hid his face from you that he will not hear. We're all sinners, and so God's face is hidden from us, and so he doesn't hear our prayers. But because of Jesus, we now have access to God. So turn over now to Hebrews chapter 7, starting at uh, verse 26, speaking of Jesus. For such an high priest became us, who is holy, blameless, harmless, undefiled, separate from sinners, and made higher than the heavens, who needeth not daily as those high priests to offer up sacrifice, first for his own sins, and then for the people's. For, he, for this he did once when he offered up himself. And so Jesus never sinned himself. Jesus was clean and pure, and so when he died on the cross for us, he made atonement for our sins without needing to atone for anyone else's yes. sins. Yeah. And so now we have access to God through a holy high priest. And so now we can come bold before God yes. and not have to fear thinking, Oh, well, God Amen. won't hear my prayers. Oh, yeah. My sins have separated God from my prayers. Not Amen. so. The blood of Jesus cleanses all sin. Yes. And God's ears are open wide to us now because of Christ. Yes. Amen. Turn now to Ephesians chapter 2, verse 13. But now in Christ Jesus, ye who sometimes were far off are made nigh by the blood of Christ. For he is our peace who hath made both one and hath broken down the middle wall of partition between us. And so our sins have been abolished. Yes. We have been brought near to God by the blood of Christ. Yes. Amen. And so we need to be bold in our prayers. Yes. And I know sometimes I've committed sins. Even after, you know, hearing of Jesus and believing in Jesus, I've still committed sins. Mm -hmm. And so then I would go to God and be like, well, you know, hear me. And so I don't need to worry that the Lord does not hear me because yes. Christ died once, once for all. He doesn't need to die again. He cleaned every believer once and once for all. So you need to repent of sins and be bold in prayer. Turn now back to Acts 12, where we'll start verse 5. Peter, therefore, was kept in prison, but prayer was made without ceasing of the church unto God for him. So knowing you can go bold in prayer to God, who is the owner of all things, the maker of all things, and has power over all things, the church does go to prayer. For Peter, he was kept in prison, and he was facing death. Because Herod saw it pleased, you know, the Jews to kill James, and so he plans to kill Peter. And so they go to prayer. A lot of times, especially myself, we think I have to do something. I have to go do something. I have to do this or it will not happen. But the early church knew better than I that you need to go to God. Yeah. And so Peter faced certain death, but they went to God. So if you want things done in the church, if you want a book of Acts church, you got to act like the book of Acts church Amen. and go to prayer. Amen. And it also says prayer was made without ceasing. Amen. People can give up because things don't happen. People can give up because they just don't want something bad enough. There can be many reasons why people give up in prayer. 
but it says they made it without ceasing. God will test us, and God will use persecutions to strengthen us, but we need to keep on praying. And now in, um, in verse 12, And when he had considered the thing, he came to the house of Mary, the mother of John, whose surname was Mark, where many were gathered together praying. Another thing about prayer is group prayer, one accord prayer, one mind prayer. It's important to be in fellowship with the brethren. It says in another scripture, I believe in Hebrews, forsake not the gathering together of the saints. Being alone in prayer can be discouraging because you could think after so many times of prayer and prayer and nothing seems to happen, you can think, well, maybe God doesn't hear my prayers. And so it can be encouraging to be with others because, well, God hears them. So-and-so is also praying for me. So-and-so over there hears my prayers and they're praying for me too. So praying in one mind of one accord is also encouraging just to others that someone else is also praying for me. I got a brother over there praying for me too. And so it's encouraging to each other. And with that being said, turn over to Luke 11. Just want to give you a little example. This is about the parable Jesus made about persistent prayer and the friend who came from a long ways journey. Starting at um, verse 5. And he said unto them, Which of you shall have a friend and shall go to him at midnight and say unto him, Friend, lend me three loaves. And you know the end of this story, but I'll read it. It says, I say unto you, though he will not rise and give him because he is his friend, yet because of his importunity, he will rise and give him as many as he needed. And that's one man. That's one man going and annoying that friend. Imagine 30 men going to that guy's house and banging on his door. The guy would get up even quicker and say, these people are going to break my house. And so group prayer is very important. Being of one mind is very important. Going to God with one voice is very important. And so pray together. If you have a prayer request, tell someone else. The more people who go to God, the more people are banging on his door, going to break down that door. He'll get up. He'll rise. And now turn over to Acts chapter 6, starting at verse 4. Well, I'll start at verse 3. Wherefore, brethren, look ye out among you seven men of honest report, full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom, whom we, whom we may appoint over this business. But we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. Once again, prayer is always there. Just read the book of Acts and you'll see how many times they pray. I just read from chapter 1 to 14 and they pray very much times. So if you want to have a book of Acts church, you got to do what the church did in the book of Acts. You got to pray and you got to read and you have to go out and do God's will. And that's pretty much all I have. So might be short today, but hopefully you get the point. So pass it over now back to Brother Allen. God is God is good. He said that men are to always pray, lifting up holy hands everywhere. That is our duty. One of our duties that we have to pray always. We can't stop. Though it may seem like we're not getting answered, we have to continue to pray always. Sometimes it feels like it's not being answered. Sometimes it feels like you are praying for absolutely nothing, but we are not. We are praying for something. I want to also, that board that's right there, we need to add a couple of names to it. 
The reason I want to do that is because we need to be reminded every day to pray for some people. One is for uh, Mikey. We want to put her name up there and one day take it down. One is his grandson or his son. We need to put that name up there and one day take it down. When God begins to deliver these people, we want to be able to take those names down. We want to pray for these people until something happens. Either God says, okay, stop praying because I'm not going to do it. Or he's going to say, okay, here I did it. But we need to pray until something happens. So these names need to be up there. And I one of these days we will be able to take them down because we won't stop praying. We will be the 30 men that goes up to that to his throne and this is the prayer that we need until he says okay fine i'm going to do it and jesus gave us that parable for a reason to do it to make sure that we do this so we want to put these names up there and we want to pray and one day we will take them down and i say one day because sometimes the battle takes time the bible says when you go to battle and it takes you a long time to win this battle cut down certain trees, but not the ones that give you food. And he told them what to do in the meantime as they were fighting for this, this land that they were trying to conquer. So we are trying to fight and set sieges and bulwarks against these properties that we want God to have. So no matter if it takes a long time or a short period of time, we don't give up. We will win through Jesus Christ. I praise God. We have to pray. We, we need to pray. That probably was a short message, but it was strong. It was something that we need to do always and never give up. It's very encouraging to know that we have a God that's listening. It's encouraging to know that no matter what we did in the past, don't let that stop us now. Our past was the past. Jesus already did away with all that. We run on now. We step forward today and we run and we pray without ceasing. I thank God. I am I'm very excited. Amen. With that being said, we're going to open the altar. If anybody needs prayer, come up and we will definitely pray. And sometimes I ask out loud, what do, does everybody want? Not because to be seen, but when God answers a prayer, the whole church needs to know what that prayer is. We pray in one accord, and that's why I ask. What do you want? I'd like to interior clean. Interior clean. <laughs> I just want to thank him that I have so many reasons to thank. I keep continuing that joy. Amen. Just to continue to use me very fast. To live upright and blameless. To grow stronger and more. I had to move a bunch of stuff last week, a bunch of stuff in a hurry, and, and, and I got hurt again my shoulder, I tore it really, even worse, it feels like it's falling off, so I still don't want surgery, but I, I keep on hurting, I was supposed to have it in a slip like this, how could I do that work, you know, so I just, I know I'm going to get healed all the way, but I keep on hurting and, and it hurts bad, but I just raised my hands up to the, to the all-powerful God, that, and I just know that it's going to get fixed in Jesus' name, and I pray for everyone here, and their request, Lord God, and this pastor and this church, in Jesus' name. Let us pray. 
Thank you, Heavenly Father, for another day. Thank you, my God, for all that you have done for us. Thank you, my God, for waking us up this morning in our right minds, for giving us a mind to want to go to church, a mind, my God, that wants to seek you, a mind that wants to get closer to you, a mind that wants to understand what it is that you have called us for, a mind, my God, that wants to know who you are. Thank you, my Father, for all that you have done for us, O Lord God. And my Father, you said, ask, and it shall be given. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and the door will be opened unto you. And my Father, we are asking, O Lord God, that you give us some insight, training, God. If there's anything that we're doing that we're not supposed to do, that you will wash it away in the mighty name of Jesus. That you will clean this, my God, from the inside out, God. That you will wash us thoroughly. That you will make us holy. That you will make us righteous. You said, be ye holy, for I am holy. You said, walk before me and be perfect, for I am perfect, God. And Lord, we ask you that you cleanse us from the inside out, from the crown of our head, to the soles of our feet, O Lord God. And my Father, you said in everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. We're asking, my Father, that you will help us to give thanks always, and to be a Christian in all that you have given us. My Father, I thank you for the Christian control that you have done for us. spiritually, God. When they see him, they will see you. When they see him 
walking. Yes, I will know yes, that all of the steps will yes, open my yes, when they hear yes, his talk. Yes, they will yes, hear Ivan. Yes, they will hear Jesus speaking yes, and reminding them of Jesus. Oh, Lord God, remember them, oh my God. Yes, in the name of Jesus, give me the desires of our hearts, oh God. Yes, oh my Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord, teach you how to walk upright before you. Teach you right from wrong and left in two tribes. In the mighty name of Jesus. My Father, my Father, remember how this will work out. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes. My Father, only you know the struggles that she goes through. You know what she needs. But all power belongs to you in heaven and in earth. Let her feel your Holy Ghost day and night, God. Let her feel the strength that she needs when she is weak, God. Bless her, my Father, to know that you are right there, God. Give her the strength that she needs, the encouragement she needs. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, protect her. Let her be the wife that you want her to be. Let her be the mother that you want her to be. Teach her, my Father, all of your ways. Give her physical and spiritual strength. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. My God, you said, Paul, for the elders of the church. Yes, Lord. You said, is any among you Yes, yes. Let him come for the elders yes, of the church yes. and have them pray over you, oh, anointing yes, you with oil, Lord. and the prayer of faith yes, shall save the sick, yes, Lord. and the Lord will raise them up. Yes. And if they've committed any sins, Jesus. they shall be forgiven them. My Father, he said that two or three are gathered yes. together in my name. Yes. They're in the midst. Yes. My Father, yes. yes. you will heal his children. Yes. You will take away the pain. Yes. You will teach him when to work and yes. when not to work. Because sometimes we have to rest and just meditate on you. But this soldier, this is the shoulder that he has, God. You are the only one that can give him the God.
for listening to this message as I hope it has been a blessing to you. Our goal is to show you the path of life and an opportunity of a lifetime. It is Christ's love and support that makes this opportunity possible. Please visit Guided Way Ministries online for more products, partnership, or to join. Visit us on Anchor to become a listener supporter. May God bless you. May He keep you. May He shine His face always upon you and may he forever keep you